0: You've got a passion for the outdoors, a desire to feel the warm sun on
1: your face, the sound of your fly line whipping through the air, the pop of the water as the fish inhales the fly you just found in the floorboard of your truck. You need to feel the cool waters on your feet, the crisp north breeze of a November morning, the sound of a turkey gobble, the December rut, the chills of an elk bugle in September, it's the longing passion to chase your obsession. This is what we share. This is what
2: we preach. Welcome to Honey Hole Hangout. What's up, fellas? What's hey. going
3: on? Oh. Hi, everybody.
2: So today on our episode, we have John Stauffer, Stauffer.
3: Yeah. who was the
2: <laughs> Fly Advance champion. And we're going to talk about... That a little bit later. Awesome. But we're glad to have John here. And then we have me, Landon, and the Zachs. It's
3: actually a Zach couch now.
2: Yep. They're sharing a couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not Earlier, not even, a seat, Zach, a Zach had his
1: legs, legs in my lap. Draped all over. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I'm trying,
3: I'm just trying to pretend I was at the Y, guys, okay?
2: Hey, pull your mic a little bit closer, Zach. And I have a, <clears> a, a raspy voice this week. It's a bit of, bit of both. Did you... Why do you have a raspy voice? I don't know. I had a head cold, like, on Saturday. Oh, I yeah. thought it was because you were so mad at the Cowboys that you... No, I don't care about the Cowboys. I know you don't. You're you had a head cold on Saturday? Yeah. Didn't we fish on Saturday? And we fished two Saturdays ago. Oh. <laughs> 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 Whoops. No. Speaking of, how was y'all's fishing trip two Saturdays ago?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't really a fishing trip. No. Oh, was more okay. Like we this sounds like a good story. We actually... Never mind. We wanted to see how each other looked in waders. Yeah. And then got cold for a little bit, and mm-hmm. then that was about it.
2: Yeah. We Wait. didn't see any fish. No. Nothing. Did y'all fish? Did y'all like wet a line? Yeah, for like yeah. six hours. For <laughs> six no. Hours? No. No, no. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe about an hour. No, no we, hour? We,
1: we actively fished for like an hour. Oh, but yeah. But then we were like sp- scoping. We can't say that out loud. Yeah. What river? The Quad. Trout fishing
2: or no? No. No. Oh, I know where y'all went. Yeah. <laughs> and we went, it was like, it was, it
3: was what? It was like 37 degrees when we first got mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: And so y'all fished for like an hour and just no. no. No, no,
3: we We walked
1: looking for feeders. We were carp fishing. Gotcha. And then we were like, mm, screw it, let's fish these runs, the tails of these runs, just to see what we pull out.
3: Nothing. Mm-mm. And then we get out and walk a little bit more. Then we fish a little bit. Yeah. walk a little bit. You, we were you there know, for like four hours. Yeah,
1: you know the spot. We essentially just walked back and forth, hoping eventually to something see, would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all active. never
2: see y- saw anything active. No. no,
1: and but we only stayed to like 12, twelve, twelve thirty, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all see anything not active? Any carp mm, inactive? Saw one, but it was like way upstream, mm. like way, way upstream, further than I've ever been in that spot.
2: What made y'all decide to go there as opposed to go trout fishing or something like that? Because it's the weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I follow the logic. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want to go
1: shoulder to shoulder with everybody. I don't know. Skinner and I went out trout fishing last Saturday, and it wasn't as crowded as you would expect in the morning. Afternoon, it got pretty busy. Yeah. How did you and Skinner do? We caught some fish. It took all day for us to figure out what they wanted because we didn't... He nymphed for a little while. I tried nymphing for about 45 minutes and got sick of it. And, and you switched to mm. a streamer. <laughs>
3: yeah. And then what did you guys end up catching things on? Nymph- streamers. We stream- streamers. Streamers, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh, and it was interesting, the way they were eating. We I had to let the fly sink all the way to the bottom, right, and dredge the bottom. But it was little one-inch strips. Like tiny little strips. That's the only thing they would key in on. Hmm. That's yeah. cool. They've never done that before, so... Yeah.
2: Did you ca- catch any lunkers or no?
1: I caught a hot dog fish. This fish was like, dude, it was long as shit, but it was about as big around as a f- as a ballpark. Frank, dude, I'm not even joking. Really, it was craziest looking trout,
2: like a ladyfish looking trout. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah, it was really weird. It was cool. And then the fish, they were rising, but we couldn't get them to That's eat him. anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. so.
2: Anyway, John? John, have you been fishing lately?
4: No, not really. Not since the beginning of the new <coughs> year. Uh, been doing some traveling was in Montana for the first week, but uh, a little too cold to fish. <laughs> and then, <laughs> maybe not too cold. Not. I wasn't willing to go out and fish in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> How cold was it in Montana? <laughs> it was in, like, the, it was probably around, like, 15 degrees. Ooh, yeah. 15 30. Yeah. But, which is unseasonably warm there right now. <laughs> What's but it normally like this time of year? I think right now, I was talking to my brother yesterday who lives there, and their high was negative four. Oof. Yeah, Oof. Low of like negative 15. Yeah. No, <laughs> no thank no you. Fun. What yeah. Do
2: you. So your brother lives there. Is yeah. that your family connection to there?
4: Yeah. So my brother's been up there for probably eight years now, and my parents moved up there about two years ago. So oh, dang. Yeah. Great excuse to go up there. <coughs> yeah. Visit. Oh, yeah. But what always,
2: what uh, part of Montana is everybody in?
4: They're all in Bozeman. Um, nice. Yeah. So uh, my brother works for um, right now a junkyard, but he's working for Go Fast Campers. And so got the connection there. and yeah. got the Go Fast Camper on the truck. That's and cool. Yeah. <laughs> but last time I tried to fish there in the winter, it was uh, a little miserable. <laughs> <I> yeah. Got <laughs> halfway through. And my feet froze and was so excited to get my boots back off when I got to the car. <laughs> <laughs> and my lo- laces were frozen to my boots and I couldn't get them off. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man.
2: Was it cold enough where your eyelids were freezing too while you were fishing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, if his man. laces
1: are freezing to his boots, don't you think that the guides would freeze too? Well, well but, but not necessarily. But your laces hold water. Your, your
2: laces eyelids, hold water, and the eyelets are constantly moving, and you're moving your rod, and you're moving things through your eyelets. So I, it has to be a different level of cold. Well, I don't think so. Because hey, you're us impressive. Texans.
3: What freezes first? <laughs> well, the, the line, your eyelets or the laces? I can tell you right now, the eyelets. Yes. Okay.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: It happens here. Yeah, I've, I've had it happen here too, yeah. but I uh, haven't witnessed it happen. I've here. never had my laces yeah. freeze, though.
4: Do you have that paste mm. so, that you're supposed to use that doesn't? No, I really just dip my okay. rod in the water. Yeah, same. Yeah. It doesn't really work that well, <laughs> anyway. It works. You have to do it like every every yeah.
2: cast. But yep. Have you ever had your
3: eyelids freeze? Mm-mm. No. I, no, I, I fish some
2: cold days on the quad, too.
3: I think I've fished below
1: like freezing 15
3: degrees three times my whole <laughs> life. It happens.
1: Yeah. It's happened multiple times. I've gone out there. Hell, Ricky went with me one time and it was freezing. He didn't know what to do. <laughs> It was Mm -hmm. his first experience. How cold
3: was it when you guys were out there? Probably in the teens, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think the coldest I've ever fished was in the 20s. Yeah. Mm. So, I feel like, I don't know. At that point, moving so much. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I fished some cold days in Colorado too, and never my eyelids never froze. Well, maybe it's because mm. we don't fish Orvis rods, land and maybe that's why. They have built-in heaters, so yeah. Ooh, I know, <laughs> like built-in defrosters. <laughs> yeah, so. They take
1: double A batteries in the butt of the rod. unscrew <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But it takes you, eighteen of them. <laughs> <on> <table. laughs> Oh, man. That's how they
2: get the fast action in the Helios. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's it's filled batter. with A batteries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of the cold, before we started recording, we were talking about the crazy, uh, you said some people went to the hospital from the football games? Oh,
3: yeah. So the only one I know for sure is the Chiefs game,
2: the Chiefs-Dolphins game. Did you watch the game?
4: No, I was backpacking during it. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's a good excuse.
4: Yeah, no service.
2: And we know you didn't watch the game. Mm-mm. You don't care about football. So. Not even a little bit. You can, you can tune out for this part of the podcast, act. Yeah, so I, I normally do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I normally do. You know, yeah, you normally do. Uh, so uh,
3: it says at least 10 people were sent to the hospital emergency room with hypothermia, uh, three for frostbite. And five for non-weather related issues. So I don't
2: know. They I just fighting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say it's
3: it's. I, I don't want
1: anybody to be hurt, right? But it, it's just hard to to feel any sympathy. Like you made the
3: choice to go out there in a short sleeve shirt, right?
2: Oh no, yeah. no, that was the players. They're talking about. He's talking about fans.
3: Oh, I saw fans in short sleeve shirts and like no shirts. Oh, I didn't see yeah, that. You made that choice, yeah. so it's hard to feel any kind of sympathy.
1: Yeah, no, if ever,
2: you're not, if a fan, because the players they have heated benches, they can put on jackets when they're not. Yeah. On well, they the put field. on those big body bag things yeah. too, don't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, they they have like the the benches are heated, so they can sit down and get like as long as they're not on the field, they have like things that can warm them up. However, oh, realistically so, though, fans, like
3: if you if you're even if you're not wearing clothes, like these aren't going to be the things that get frostbite you know it's gonna be your fingers and your toes i don't think anybody's getting frostbite on their nipples
0: (laughs) (laughs) kind of weird don't google that (laughs) 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 yeah
3: i guess hypothermia would come quicker if you weren't wearing clothes yeah but yeah it was negative 30 i mean like the the temperature was like negative four but with the wind chill it's negative 30
2: well uh the helmet broke too because of how cold it was Mm -hmm. which is crazy yeah i guess uh i guess nobody had ever seen that before no so, uh, a dude got hit, and his helmet, like, shattered on the front.
3: Yeah, like, two players, their helmets both hit at the same time. It just cracked shattered. A huge. <laughs> so, was the,
2: the dude okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Damn. the helmet, they're saying that the helmet did its job. It's supposed to, well, yeah. under the worst conditions, supposed compress break. and break. Yeah. And
3: take all the,
1: the yeah,
2: energy. Yeah. It, yeah, impact.
3: And they were trying to, they were swapping out his helmet? And I guess his new one was frozen. It was too
2: cold. He couldn't fit it on when he got the new helmet. Yeah, because like the little styrofoam pads inside of it were. Dude,
1: why were would they?
3: Why wouldn't they just postpone the game? Like, why do they play in that?
4: That's ridiculous. They did in Buffalo. Did you see their stadium yeah. the day before? Right. Yeah, it was like yeah. four feet of snow yeah. everywhere,
3: <laughs> completely yeah. buried. Did you see they they had Buffalo fans come in yeah. and twenty they,
2: bucks an hour? Twenty bucks an
3: hour to shovel the snow. snow. <laughs> <laughs> so that way the game would be ready by the next day. That's insane. Yeah.
2: I don't know what y'all think about this, but my, my, because my, there are a lot of people arguing, should everybody have a dome or should there be no domes? No. I, my thing is, if you're not going to have a dome, you have to play in the weather no matter what it is. There's none of this postponing the game BS. If the field has six feet of snow on it, then you play in it. Because you chose not to have a dome and you live in Buffalo, New York. That's true. Well, the
1: players didn't
3: choose that though. That's true. Yeah. And the fans didn't choose that.
2: the fans, because Buffalo's building a new stadium, they let the fans vote on whether they should build a dome stadium or not. And a majority of the fans said that they did not want a dome stadium, so they're building a new stadium that is open. But maybe
3: it's because, like, they have this mentality of, like, if we can play in it, then nobody else can. Yeah.
2: I agree. And that's fine, but my argument is: if you are going to take that extreme stance, then no matter what the weather is, then you play the game. Lightning. I still think it,
1: the players should
2: have some kind of like. There are some players that feed, feed into it, man. Like some the players build, buy into that mentality, though. I don't know, dude. It's like the the toughness, because like, okay, you're a player with a with a contract. You have an offer from Buffalo, New York, or the Dallas Cowboys. And let's just say, maybe like, w- does does that affect your decision? Hell if the yeah, it does.
3: If you don't have to play in negative ten degree weather, well, it doesn't
1: matter. Weeks. It doesn't. Well, it
3: doesn't matter what team you're on. Because what if you're what
1: if you're the opponent? The opponent exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it,
2: it does. Make a difference because Miami, they were saying they have lost their last 10 games when the temperature is like below 30 degrees yeah. or something like that. I don't remember what the actual number was, but Miami, you're playing in a dome in Miami and the weather's always nice. You go to a place it's cold and you can't win a football game because the guys aren't used to it. But if you're in New York, it's cold every every Sunday.
3: All I know is every time I go to a game and they have a dome option, like. admit Per, like, mainly baseball games. It's always open when I don't want it to be open. It's always closed when I don't want it to be closed.
2: Can you give me an example?
3: So, like, we went to the Rangers-Astros game for the, um, the the championship series. And it was, like, 65 degrees. It was perfect night, and the dorm was closed. And it's just, like, humid as anything inside the building. Mm. You know? And I always want that to be open. But then sometimes I'll go, and it'll be like 95 degrees hot, and they'll have the dome op- uh, the dome open. And I'm like, today's the day I would like air conditioning. When it's yeah. 65 and nice out, like I want th- to feel the breeze. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So, I don't know. I don't, I've i never really experienced it at a football game. That's because Tech was always open. And you just ate dirt the whole time.
2: <laughs> yeah, and like some games were cold, but not, games e- were cold. not every game was cold. Yeah, so it was nice. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> is that enough sports talk for zach yeah okay that's enough <laughs> well, that's my limit go. well hey you know what i got one more for you uh tech lost to u of h in basketball yesterday i watched that mm-hmm. game yeah, Unfortunately, mm-hmm. i know it was not great so uh <clears throat> favorite sport
4: what do you like oh hockey
3: hockey Avs. <laughs> okay avalanche Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love the Abs. Been watching more basketball recently since the Nuggets have been good. Yeah, and understandable. Then, uh, not as much football with the, with the Broncos. I think yeah. they're uh, a little screwed for a while.
2: Yeah. Do you like Westbrook or no?
4: Westbrook. I mean, not Westbrook. Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> uh, well, he's not there anymore. Yeah, he's going to get waived, it looks like. Yeah. Oh, but is he not? Yeah. He's there, but uh, they're gonna basically just let him go i think uh, they even
3: verbally said yeah. like he,
4: we are not gonna pick up oh i guess yeah. i didn't
2: see that yeah
4: yeah he has are they having to left. pay out
2: of his co- are they having to pay out his contract yeah mm-hmm. so
4: they're gonna have i think 85 million in dead cap um, what? <laughs> i didn't know it was <laughs> yeah. that much whoa <laughs> just from letting him go
3: <laughs> dang okay what about rockies oh man i love going to them,
4: rockies though. game i'll never watch them on tv but oh yeah yeah Great vibe in the stadium. But yeah,
3: it's fun. is awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's a fun stadium go to though.
4: Yeah.
2: So I uh, think we're done with sports already. Okay. <laughs> John, walk us through your uh, fly fishing background. Like, how did you? When did you get started, and all that kind of stuff?
4: Yeah, I've really always been around it, and um, probably the people that were most instrumental into getting me into fly fishing were was my grandpa and then my parents and my grandpa fanatical fly fisherman he uh built all his own rods got really into bamboo rod building and just traveled the world fly fishing and so when I was in um beginning at elementary school got my first rod for my grandpa that he'd hand built and not too long after that he got me into tying flies as well and then throughout that as well my parents were um big into fly fishing. They got married on a fly fishing ranch and um, was just one of my main activities growing up. Yeah. Man, yeah. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no. Wow, that's yeah. pretty badass. <laughs> fly fishing his whole life. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, when I was a kid, um, my grandpa, he had a cabin that he lived in um, kind of on the uh, west side of Rocky Mountain National Park in Grand Lake, and it was on the Colorado River, so walked down the hill and the bottom of his property is Colorado. And on the other side was Rocky Mountain National Park. And just always on that. And when I was uh, even a baby, there's all these pictures of me in the backpack while my mom nice. is fishing <laughs> in the river. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. <laughs> <I'm> kind of
1: jealous.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> <you> mean, kind of. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, uh, like, was there, were you always just, like, addicted to it, or were you, like, ed, growing up kind of into other things and always kind of fly-fished, or?
4: Yeah, I, uh, I'd i say I was really addicted to it. In, like, elementary school, I was tying lots of flies. They're all horrible. They're all basically just chenille wrapped around a hook. <laughs> I probably couldn't recognize it as anything, and I uh, caught this one really big fish that's super memorable, but then through high school, um, sports kind of took over, and I was main focus then, and then
2: did you um, play hockey?
4: No, I played lacrosse mostly. Okay. Yeah, okay. soccer and lacrosse and cross country. And started to revisit it in college. Started tying flies again. Just, Where did
2: you go to college?
4: Uh, Regis University. Okay. Yeah, so North Denver. Um, and started tying flies again there. But at the same time, was still pretty distracted with all the like skiing. Was pretty into trail running. And um, started getting more and more back into fly fishing. Then really when I got here uh didn't really have the skiing or the trail running anymore so really dove head first uh back into all the fly fishing and fly tying and um have been tying a ton since moving back there moving to texas when did you guys move here we moved here in 2020 okay yeah
1: now be honest comparing our fly community to what you've seen before or in you know in other places like Rate us. <laughs> rate us. <laughs> the no, state of Texas. fly. Yeah, I'm, I'm. just curious to hear it from an outsider. Just yeah, not, I don't, not an outsider, but from s- somebody from from elsewhere.
4: Yeah, I'm there's obviously way more fly shops, and I think the thing that maybe I miss the most is just the amount of fly tying support there, or just the the fly shops I lived pretty close to like charlie's fly box and nice just the fly tying selection in there is insane nice and um but beyond that uh i feel like i was kind of spoiled growing up and i wasn't that integrated into the fly tying community just because my whole family tied and i was getting all my gear from uh, my grandpa and so (laughs) i never really had the need to go (laughs) into the fly (laughs) shops but since coming here it's been amazing i've been doing the um Orvis tying nights, uh, met a lot of really awesome people. Obviously, the Ironfly event was yeah. really fun, and I've gotten probably more into fly fishing here than I ever was back in Colorado. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That cool. says a lot. I think you just gave us a 10. <laughs> sounds like 100%. a 10 to me. <laughs> Better here <laughs> than in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, he and the other it. thing is, uh, when I was in Colorado, um, there's obviously a lot of warm water stuff there there's amazing carp in the South Platte and there's bass and everything but I was just so oblivious to all of it because it's so uh, at least where I was coming from so trout centric and just constantly fishing for trout and so that was a really amazing thing coming here is just the uh, plethora of opportunities for different fish and yeah learning new things and that's um, super exciting to me, is being able to do something completely new and kind of dive in with a fresh perspective. <coughs>
3: Have you been down to the uh, the coast yet, done the saltwater? Yeah,
4: yeah. I've been down a few times. Um, I've, I've lucked into a couple red fish. Nice. <laughs> but uh, at Ironfly, I've been on the um, William <coughs> Johnson guided trip, and so I'm going to be doing that, I think, in the next month or two. Nice. I'm super excited yeah. for it.
1: Be careful. <laughs>
4: be careful. <laughs> because it's expensive. So have you
1: sight fished a redfish yet? Yeah. Okay, then you're good. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because so, once you do it once, man, that's all you can think about uh, for like mm, months. It's so fun. Yeah.
4: I think that's what I've gotten super into fishing for carp since I got here. And mm-hmm. just the sight fishing for them, it's amazing. Mm. And I was always kind of around that growing up. My grandpa was very into, um, into saltwater fly fishing that he'd go down. Uh, all over the world, but he'd have an annual trip to Mexico where he'd spend a couple weeks there and was very into permit fishing, and um, they never got like certified or anything, but he was catching these massive permit, and he caught, I think, the 12-pound tippet class record Ooh, permit. Hey. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> but he was just very into that, and so I was always seeing that. I didn't really know what it meant at the time, yeah. but now uh, it's definitely... <laughs> kind of triggered that interest. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will this be your
2: first trip with a guide?
4: Yeah, this will be my first trip with a guide.
2: Yeah, William's great. So I talked to him uh, probably like a week ago. So awesome. he said his season was slowing down, but if you could catch a good day with the weather, then it's probably going to be a pretty good day.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what we talked about. I'm going to try to wait out the weather and see if we can find a nice day that I'll just cruise down there. Yeah. We'll hopefully catch some really nice
2: windless days or yeah whatever (laughs) so uh let's talk about the iron fly um so you won obviously (laughs) so like walk us through uh like the competition and your strategy and how you decided what to tie yeah and uh, before that did you think that you had a chance to win going into it like what was your (laughs) what was your confidence level walking in the door like oh man i'm Am I feeling good? It was low.
4: Yeah, low. Yeah, I I obviously know that I'm fairly competent tying flies. I was like, okay, maybe I'll get lucky in place or something. And going in and seeing the stuff that uh, other people uh, were tying, I didn't think I really had a chance. I saw some really cool flies. And when it came to the actual uh, presentation of the awards, I was like, okay, hopefully, maybe I got third. And they said third. I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm <laughs> out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> but uh, just spending a half hour tying a fly, I'm sure you all know, but you start to see all the like, little tiny imperfections. And oh, stuff. we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we know. <laughs> 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 but after that, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, was very surprised and very happy to have won and won this amazing belt buckle. <laughs> 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 but yeah, to get back to the actual competition going in, um, I got the little box. Well, so first of all, the woolly bugger. tie the woolly bugger. I thought I tied it pretty well. They gave me a number. I didn't know whether I was in the advanced or the beginning category. I don't think anybody knew. No, yeah. they didn't no, tell that. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, oh, hopefully I'm advanced. Or maybe it'd be a good thing if I could sandbag and go in <laughs> the <laughs> beginning category. But, uh, yeah, tied the woolly bugger, then got in, got my materials. And it was that sort of poly yarn for, like, a, uh, I've mostly used it for, like, wing posts on, like, parachute atoms and stuff like that. And then that uh, McFly foam, that. I've always oh, used yeah. her eggs, and going in, I was pretty set. Like, before I'd seen any of the materials, I kind of thought I wanted to tie some, like, articulated big streamer or something and do something impressive, but with the way the materials were cut, didn't have a whole lot, and they also didn't really, I don't know, lend themselves super well to, like, building a streamer. Like, you didn't have enough of the the. Um, yarn to make like a sort of ep fiber style streamer or anything like that and then don't know what i would have done with the foam and getting in there too i couldn't find articulation wire anywhere so i was like screw it (laughs) i'm just gonna (laughs) go in a different direction i probably spent longer looking at all the materials than i did (laughs) (laughs) tying the actual fly but uh found craft foam yeah here i'll hand it over to you guys found craft foam and this summer, I spent a few weeks tying a ton of terrestrials and just foam hoppers for a Colorado trip that I was going to be doing. And so, kind of fell back on all that muscle memory from tying like hundreds of hoppers and stone flies out of craft foam. And so, what I came up with is kind of half of a thunder thigh hopper and half of uh, like one of Charlie Craven's like morning wood specials for the. Kind of extended foam body.
1: I like what you did with your your fly foam. Yeah, but what do you call that?
4: Not indicator. It's A hotspot. Yeah. A hotspot. Hot yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: or like your your yeah.
4: Yeah, so that actually
2: that's a good way to use that material on a fly like that too. I wouldn't too. have thought of that. Because <laughs> that's pretty cool because you're using it for an actual purpose, but it also looks it's like it's not it really works. you like you don't need it and it's the same fly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so and then
4: I also used it for the eye of the. Oh, I guess through through yeah. the, the. I guess head I didn't it, right? see that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'll have to look at that. I'll, I can't claim that idea. Um, I tied a few of these uh, um, clown shoe sallies, or or what they call they're called, and they use that same fly foam for a hot spot like that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So just kind of a mishmash of different uh, flies I've tied, and I, I think it turned out cool. I think I might tie more of them as a. A larger hopper. Um, this is a good cicada. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. It's a fantastic cicada. <laughs> yeah.
3: And the way you tied the, the legs onto the foam, too.
4: Yeah, so that was one of the parts that I wasn't very happy with. I was happy with the hopper legs, but the uh, the front legs on the thorax. Oh, that, they're kind of uh, like, like a crab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tied up too far forward, and then I had to, like, bring them back. Spons. Yeah.
1: That <laughs> flew further than I thought it would. And that was a pretty smooth catch. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I like, guess. You, well. you guys
3: you guys practiced that before? We yeah,
1: actually here? did, we stopped at HB <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We yeah. were it's in the park flying back and
4: forth. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um saw Zach at the very end. He said, I fished that fly. Uh, oh yeah. That it's a, a mm. boat I just took pictures eat. of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That should <laughs> if that tells you anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So do you feel like it was your uh familiarization with tying hoppers that probably cuz I don't think I saw another hopper that was tied. I think there was a dragon somebody tied a dragonfly. Mhm.
1: think oh, you know what Ricky tied something of that nature. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. I remember it was it had spread wings, so he used that 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 xelon or whatever it is and but he spread them like a cicada, a typical cicada pattern. Mhm. Mm. I don't think it was the dragonfly,
4: though. Hmm.
1: I don't know. I didn't get to see a lot of the flies. I didn't see a lot of them either. Yeah, me
4: neither. I'd be curious to see well, second and third. I think a lot
2: of people collected their flies afterwards, mm-hmm. unless we got a picture. Somebody snapped a picture of it during the event. Mike did. He got a picture of everybody's. Oh, Why did he? Did he
1: get a picture of everybody's? I didn't see I many. don't think he got a
2: picture of everybody.
1: No, I think he was correct. doing
2: that, like, in the beginning, yeah, early on. Yeah. yeah, He
1: was taking them to, like, a, a pot of gravel or something mm-hmm. like that.
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, how, how, how does it feel now? You have the belt buckle and <laughs> are you like living on the high still, or are, you, oh, are yeah. you rocking the belt buckle out <laughs> in public? Is that your fun fact at parties? Yeah. yeah. My new
4: fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wife was at a party before that and <laughs> then came to Ironfly and afterwards she was FaceTiming them afterwards. <laughs> <me all laughs> cheering. So still, yeah, riding in the high. Uh, <laughs> haven't. Turned the belt buckle into a waiting belt yet, but <laughs> <laughs> <it will> eventually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> best flex. <laughs> if, if we honestly,
3: if, yeah, out, out on the quad, that would definitely, yeah.
1: If we do another Iron Fly next year, you're required to wear it, though. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, 100%. Or this will. year. I guess it is yeah. next year already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Are
4: you guys going to do another one?
3: Uh, there are talks. Now, I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but. Yeah,
2: there's. I think to, there's a chance me, okay. I fear. think there's
1: a chance there will be another iron fly yes nice. so whether happens this,
2: whether it happens this year or not has yet to be determined because yep. there's yep. some yep. other things in motion that might uh, might delay that so uh, but we definitely want all the feedback we've gotten is positive uh, the amount of money we raised was awesome and a lot of people want us to do it again so that's mm. a definitely a good reason to to keep it going to keep yeah. it going for sure
4: yeah, it was a great event. I was surprised by the turnout. There were so many people. So were we. Yeah. So we. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty How amazing. did you hear about it? Uh, through the podcast. <laughs> through the podcast. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but yeah, I was... got back in there, and I almost didn't have enough room on those tables to tie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like wall of all people. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. yeah. <laughs> time, too. It how, was pretty incredible.
2: How long did it take you <clears> to tie it?
4: Probably like half an hour, 40 minutes. Did
2: you spend like really like a lot of time on it, maybe more than you would at home?
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just trying to get the thread wraps looking good on the extended body. Yeah, and
1: I—I I assume you didn't bring your own gear, right?
4: I brought my own gear. Oh, okay. so I brought okay. my own like advice. and
1: Dude, that would be a yeah. massive handicap, honestly. Yeah. Not yeah. being on your own gear, like even just using a standard bobbin, like your typical bobbin, okay. I have a hard time with those after using right bobbins for so long. Oh, I'm not yeah. even joking. Like really? I'm dead
4: serious. It feels weird. Yeah, I'm very particular <laughs> with my bobbins. Yeah. I just like the cheap ones yeah I can see i can't i can't use those <laughs> <laughs> they feel they feel
3: weird now if you brought <clears throat> like your own like glue could you use it or did they have like all that kind of stuff there
4: i don't know i didn't bring my own glue yeah and so that was one of the things i was missing was super glue yeah. so i was uh like with the um morningwood special fly that the kind of front of the um fly looks like you pull the rubber legs through and put a little dot super glue and kind of lock them in place uh-huh. and so, i've done that before yeah, yeah yeah this was a little trickier it forced me to um rely more on the thread to lock things in yeah <laughs> having to glue anything yeah. together
2: <laughs> man that's awesome did you uh did you when did you finish because some people like that almost had really good flies were running up against the crunch time of yeah. the turn in the fly by seven o'clock i think it was what it was because a couple of guys i talked to they're like man i i did the, like uh did a deer <coughs> deer hair head but i couldn't finish trimming it because i had to turn my fly in and so i think some people were burdened by the time clock mm-hmm. was that yeah. you
4: no luckily i didn't feel rushed i think i got there around four and finished before oh, yeah. five, and so I was in this situation where I was like, oh, it's not quite perfect, or at least I <laughs> saw all the imperfections. Do I tie a different fly and see which one I like better and turn it in? I was like, oh, I'll just go with this one and yeah. see how well, that it was does. A good That was a good yeah. call, though, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it worked out. Because
2: the judges were impressed. I mean, we had Chris Johnson, Kevin, and, um... Chris. Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, they, I mean, they said, you got a perfect score, so... On all from all of them, on all of their judging sheets. So
4: yeah. So I was curious, how was it judged? Was it?
1: I think it was use of materials mm-hmm. was a big part of it.
2: Yeah. So um, use of material one, use of material two, on a scale from one to ten. Okay. So and
1: I'm willing to willing to bet that your McFly foam use. That probably scored you a lot of points because that's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty. I mean, the fly is good,
2: but that <laughs> particular part—that's
1: I would have never thought of that.
2: Creativity was a third category, and cleanliness was the fir- was the uh, fourth category. Okay, oh, you're out. <laughs> I know that's why it wasn't a part of it. So basically, each each judge independently looked at each fly and they filled out a scorecard. So. Uh, let's just say Kevin, looked at your fly, and he put a scale from 1 to 10 for each category. So you could have gotten a ma- um, max of 40 points okay. from, from each judge, and then they added the total score. Basically, they added the total scores together, and that's how they determined. So you got a 40 from every judge wow. is basically the way that I understand yeah.
3: it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the way it works.
2: So, congrats, man! Thank you. Yeah, you yeah. set high standards for the <laughs> for the future winner. <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> yeah, and the and the crazy thing is too. Thinking about it, like next time we do it, it, could be two completely different materials, and it completely changes the game, the types of flies that are tied, mm-hmm. and and all of that for sure. So, yeah. like if you gave 100%. everybody
3: a sheet of foam to begin with, like that yeah. was one of the mystery
4: materials. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You can do so many different things with that. Oh, I've been yeah. seeing all these crazy streamers lately with that. Uh, like a little foam head and yeah, stuff? Yeah, the foam head. I think they're calling it like fettuccine foam. Fettuccine foam. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. It's yeah. all like... Yeah. They'll features, do like tarpon bunnies with two those two. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can do that. You can do the terrestrial route. There's, I don't know, so many things you can do with oh, all yeah. these materials.
2: So here was our idea for the logo for the next Ironfly it was using, doing a digital... Digital version. Zach would draw mm-hmm. your fly, and that would be the next Ironfly logo, next display on the belt buckle. So, nice. would you be? Yeah. Would you be good with that?
4: That'd be awesome. I'd be honored. <laughs> right. Yeah. On the hats.
2: On the hats and on the <coughs> belt buckle yeah. and all that. Oh
4: yeah. Yeah. Obviously. So we'll cool. just take the advanced <laughs> winner
2: and then make that fly the next logo. Right. <laughs>
3: That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah I that think way so. you earn that and you earn the logo. You're and not. then
2: you, if you want your fly, if you want the belt buckle, your fly, you just got to come back and win it the next one. <laughs> <time. laughs> <That's laughs> <true. laughs> Somebody else will win the belt buckle yeah. with, with his blast. fly. Out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Try a swap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what? Uh, what is? Uh, what is your best day of fishing you've ever had?
4: Best day of fishing I've ever had. Oh, that's a. Good question. I don't know. It might not be the best, but maybe the most memorable with the best end. But uh, two summers ago, <laughs> I went to the, the Black Canyon and backpacked in from the North Rim. And it's a really, there's, there's no trail really. You go down this goalie and you descend like almost 2,000 feet and it's super steep and rocky and hard to get into. And so get to the bottom and I realized I forgot all my tippet and all this different stuff that I needed to fish in the bottom. (laughs) So throughout the day, I had like two leaders that I was like slowly cutting my way farther and farther back into as I lost flies and changed flies. And um, hooked into a few fish and lost them all. And then kind of uh, final hour, I was working my way down these uh, basically rapids. Like I don't even know if you could get a, a raft through them. And ended up catching like one of my biggest ever rainbow trout in this plunge pool and kind of having to chase it down all the boulders uh like <laughs> and um didn't have a net just kind of beached it and landed it and that was definitely one of the most satisfying fish after <laughs> all of the uh, everything they could go of, yeah, yeah. I, I was on like Five feet of leader. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're in the taper, so it's like yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tie. It's getting like, like the knots. You don't even <laughs> have to yeah. tie
1: it. You just wedge to fly onto the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
4: I was so scared I was going to lose it because it's just the f- super fast water and river run through it style, just sprinting down yep. it. the river after it. <laughs> How big it do you up. think it was? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm so bad at estimating size. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally never measured any of my fish <laughs> that I've ever caught. So <laughs> I don't know. It was it was large. It was uh, 20 plus inches. Um, yeah. But I I I'll have a I have a picture I can show you. And you can maybe estimate for. Yeah. me. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Did you st- so you bet? Did you camp overnight?
4: Yeah. Yeah. So you can backpack down. Um, there's these beaches that you can camp on down in the canyon. And it's kind of interesting. It's uh, it's pretty hard to get to, and there's not many people down there. But the fish are uh, amazing, and the fishing is really cool. I've done it um, since then, and um,
2: but remembered your Tippet.
4: I remember <laughs> my Tippet this time. I was very sure to to pack <laughs> that. <check> it. <laughs> but um, yeah, set up camp there, and it's interesting because the water is going through so fast, and it's um, so many giant boulders in the river. It's very rugged. And so at night, I brought earplugs the second time too because it's (laughs) so loud down in there.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, all that noise bouncing off the canyon walls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like an awesome trip, man. That reminds
1: me, there was one time uh, I backpacked into the quad from the Rio parking lot. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, overnight 100. trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I left my monster on the bed of my truck. <laughs> you had to hike miles back up to your so truck, right? Instead of drinking the emerald green monster, I drank the emerald green Guadalupe. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> It'll keep you going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. oh, man. You've been tying a lot. Like, you got a... Uh, got a big deal going on at trout fest or something right you've been tying a lot tell tell us what's going on
1: so a group of us have have been selected to tie at trout fest um selected we've been asked to tie we're exhibits (laughs) 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 we are no i did it last year it's a lot of fun i think this year we've got like so matt bennett's gonna be there this year chase smith is gonna be there um Landon Mayer is going to be there tying. We've got a pretty cool group this year. I'm, like, kind of honored to be a part of it, honestly. You tying
2: the whole weekend? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I think Skinner's tying one day. Though. Yeah, Skinner's
1: going to be there, too. And then uh, Kowaleski's going to be there. And Mike Morphew, a, a couple, couple guys that were there last year are going to be there, too.
3: Nice. It's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. Cool. Is Gabe going to be there?
1: Uh I think he's gonna go but he's not tying.
3: Okay. Yeah. No cross, not uh, Oh
1: Gabe Cross uh I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. But there's a good group. It's a it's a bigger group this year too, I think. Cool. Nice. So it's nice. going to be a lot of fun. So yeah. if you guys are at Trout Fest, come say hi. Yeah, that's how yeah. I met Zach. Yeah, yeah I, Zach. I remember. <laughs> was that Trout Fest? Yeah, he was yeah. tying,
4: and I thought you were like a commercial tire. Like, no, can I come <laughs> with some of your flies? <laughs> I was like, no, dude, take it. Yeah, care. yeah, he gave me a Flugan <laughs> Zombie. <laughs> I still <just laughs> have it in my box. <laughs> oh, uh,
1: it's funny because you gave me one at the yeah. Fly, and yeah. I've yet to fish it. I don't know yeah. if I want to or not. It's yeah. kind like of like one of those flies you get, you're like, hmm. I don't want to lose it. This one kind of has background to it.
2: This <laughs> is tied by the Iron Fly champion. Yeah, it's, it's this value. guy wears a freaking belt buckle. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, trout is gonna be cool though. I'm really looking so forward. So you it. S-
2: you mentioned in our text message chain, maybe you've been prepping for it. Like, what are you um,
1: working on? So we they had all of the tires that are gonna be there. Uh, tie. A box of flies and donate it to GRTU and they're going to be auctioning them off.
2: Gotcha. So that's yeah. what. <laughs> Excuse that, you. That's what you're pre tying. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. what you so, pre tying is.
1: Yeah, well, it's not even. And I'm going to be. So this has not been spoken about, but I am going to be selling some flies this year. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. So if, there's a couple patterns. I haven't decided. You do which need to ones. buy
2: me some materials for Lou. Keep her. Huh? Yeah, you gotta. You need to make some money so you can buy some more materials. For She's Luke. gonna help me tie these <laughs> flies, dude. <down. laughs>
1: she ties just as good as anybody else I know. I mean, but uh, yeah. So there's gonna be a couple there that I'm gonna sell. Uh, assuming they let us last year, they let us. So I'm I just, think you can. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. They haven't said anything, so. No but yeah, freebies. so I'm gonna start prepping that stuff. What do you say?
4: I said no more freebies for me this year. <laughs> 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 Uh,
1: no. I've got a few, a few patterns that I have played with this year that caught a lot of attention. So I think I'm gonna, you know, be that guy, I'm gonna try to sell some. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you're driving back and forth. Yeah, I'm driving back and forth. And you're Wait. driving back and forth. I don't know yet. Okay. I got so much in the air right now, I don't know what I'm doing yet. I feel like everybody's driving back and
3: forth except for me. Well,
2: we've got got the – you've got a camper. Yeah, I'll camp. I camped there last
3: year. Yeah, right. It was a blast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody else did too except for this year.
2: I might end up camping but may not bring the camper. I don't know. Well, we've got a – I get it. I get it. We've got –
1: an animal at home that needs our attention desperately. True. <laughs> a cat? Yeah. Dude, we
2: leave our Dude, cat here for under-
1: like a week. No, you don't understand. Just like <laughs> you don't empty get the it litter
2: right box and...
1: No, you don't understand, bro. I'm telling you. You don't understand. Plus, we're actually getting her spayed next week too. Yeah. So and- that's like a short period of time. And it's deaf. It like runs into walls. Dude, <laughs> Shit. that's not blind, you dipshit. <laughs> deaf. <Depp. laughs> it doesn't walk with echolocation. <laughs> it definitely can't walk with echolocation. <laughs> uh, plus, dude, okay, so I don't have a camper though. So like, what what happens? I'm gonna. I have to be there all weekend, and I'm not just hanging out. I'm like working, right? Like I'll be tying from nine to four or whatever the whole day. Yeah, so you won't be your feet so, up at the end of the day. Well, it's not even that. But what yeah. if like what if it's like inclement weather, and I'm in a tent? That would suck. So. That would suck. I might be camping in a tent. tent. That's (laughs) your choice. You don't have to be there. I made a commitment to be there all all weekend.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but I'm going
1: to be there. Yeah, but that's a choice. Most likely. (laughs) You can go home if you
2: wanted to. No, you made a choice. You said yes. They gave you an option. Would you like to be a tire? I know. You have a choice. Right.
1: I had the choice, and I also chose to not sleep there because I want to sleep in a bed.
3: (laughs) I I can't sleep in a bed, but I I see your point. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Man, I don't like We think point. it's dumb, but yeah, we see it. I see it. I get it. Oh, I don't it. care. But I don't care. I wish you would just sleep in the bed with us, so. Dude, we just started
1: sharing a couch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take it one step at a time.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, this is my first year going to Trout Fest in years where I'm actually not working anything. I know. It feels weird. It does feel weird. Because I ran the Orvis booth for years. Yeah. Then we did, we did the Honey Hole Three thing. years of Honey Hole? Three years? Did we do three years? I think we did. We may have.
1: Are you guys going to the banquet? Yeah. yeah. Going to movie night? Yeah.
2: Yes. I'm going to be at the movie <clears> night. Are you going to the banquet? Well, oh, I waited too long. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: I know. I had to buy my, like,
2: six weeks ago because there were, like, 20 tickets left.
3: Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess I got to get it now.
2: Yeah, we are trying to work on getting the uh, uh, film shown. At, you should be at the film night because you are... Gonna be part of the film, the mm-hmm. real recovery film. Is it
1: gonna get shown? Potentially, but okay, it's a yes or a no. Probably yes. That's not either of those answers. Yes, it's still. gonna be there. I don't have. A I don't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Because I got. If I'm gonna go home, I've got like a forty-five minute commute
2: one way. Well, you, know you could camp, and that would. But that's not gonna <laughs> happen. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that would solve your solve your problem right there. I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm
1: hoping to have my new vice by then too. Oh. I gotta let that thing sleep in the bed. That's oh. not sleeping outside. That's true. What, yeah. what uh? What did you get? Dinah King Barracuda Deluxe coming Ooh. from Living Waters. Just waiting on Melody or Chris to give me a call. The, it's the brand new version too. To give you a call. To let me know that it's in. He pre-ordered it at, at, Ironfly. Pre- at Ironfly. Oh. Yeah, I, was, I talked to them about it, and it didn't come out until this year.
2: So when is it supposed to be in? They're originally
1: they said February 1st is when it was shipping out but now the Dyna King website says it shipped out in December but Living Waters hadn't heard anything yet so I, I'm sure I'll have it for Trout Fest anyway yeah so I gotta take that home I can't let, leave that, that outside overnight that's true it's gonna rust that, that costs more than my truck <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: what do you tie on?
4: I have a vice that my grandpa made, actually. So dude, no it's way. It's actually yeah. really sick. I want right? to see a picture of it. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's in the picture of uh, me from Ironfly. That's what I'm tying on there. Nice. It's really cool. The I'll pedestal to go, on I'll it. I'll have
2: to go back and look at it. <laughs> That's awesome.
4: Yeah, he uh, he was really into uh, machining things. He um, was building his own fly reels for a while. So uh, he has all these like weird patents around drag systems and what? things like that. Yeah. Did he
1: work in the industry
4: anywhere? No, so he was basically an inventor. He was a like a scientist, so he invented all this crazy stuff like uh, <laughs> automatic syncs, um, the sensors Man. and that, and uh, automatic focus for cameras. He invented that. And wait, what? wait, he
2: invented autofocus for cameras? Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> 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 yeah, so
4: if you look up uh, Norman Stauffer, you can... See all the patents and the <gasps> most recent ones are all related to fly fishing reels. But if you go a little farther back, there's what? all the. <laughs> I know. What's, what the hey, mo- what's the most
2: famous invention?
4: Probably the uh, digital autofocus. Um, so it kind of started from autofocus for slide <laughs> <fly What>? projectors <laughs> and then I went into um, film cameras and then digital. Digital cameras, yeah. yeah. No big deal. Yeah. He just invented digital who- autofocus. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, 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 same
2: shit, different day. So. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Is he getting like a nickel every time somebody like takes a picture with <laughs> autofocus? Well, it's funny actually
4: uh, that you say that because he what he told me is he got a dollar raise for every new patent that he (laughs) produced (laughs) but what happened eventually was after he retired um, minolta uh, basically copied his autofocus patent Mm -hmm. and went to huge lawsuit um, between minolta and honeywell (coughs) and uh, honeywell ended up winning it and i think that's his biggest payout that he <laughs> <was> saw from <laughs> all of his <laughs> patents was <with laughs> was <laughs> <that. With laughs> the lawsuit. Yeah. yeah.
1: What, what kind of coffee did he drink and where can I buy it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: no, it was funny. He was very obsessed with <clears throat> all of his different hobbies. Like, wow. Fly fishing. He, I don't know, made hundreds of bamboo rods and all of these uh, graphite rods. And the other thing he was really into was, uh, astrophotography. So Ooh. he lived right up uh, against the national park and, he had an observatory on his property and what his machine shop was originally for is he built all these clock drives to do long exposures of um, stars or constellation or yeah, stars and um, all this stuff. And he ended up publishing a book, but he built all these um, clock drives that would move the telescope in or like with the star over the 45 minute exposure of the Yeah. And so when we're cleaning out his house, there's all this crazy stuff that he made. He was like chilling his film in <laughs> liquid nitrogen to make it more sensitive. And then, moved <laughs> yeah, just uh, um, had a different kind of mind. He was very... <laughs>
1: we might need to have a second episode with him <laughs> on here
4: just talking about inventions. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, he ended up publishing uh, the Sky Shots from Grand Lake book of all his astrophotography. But he's... Uh, Yeah, if he had a hobby, he was going to go all the way (laughs) with it.
2: (laughs) Did he have any other hobbies other than fly fishing and... He was pretty into, uh, like, target shooting. Uh, Mm -hmm.
4: So he had all these uh, crazy... um, I I don't even know what it's called, but he had all these crazy target guns and um, air pistols and uh, all the stuff that was, like, imported from Germany. It looks like the... Super crazy ergonomic handled air pistols that Mm -hmm. they use in the Olympics for target shooting. Did he? Did he invent the
1: AR-15? You would (laughs) tell me that, and I would believe you. Yeah.
4: Yeah, he could probably have made his own in that (laughs) machine shop that he had. That's cool.
3: Do you have any of his reels that he that he machined? Yeah,
4: actually, uh, I brought one of his bamboo <coughs> rods and reels because I, I knew I was going to bring it up, so yeah. I can show you guys. Oh how yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> I definitely yeah. want to see that. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: do you fish him still or? Yeah,
4: I'll fish his bamboo rod a lot, um, and there he built a lot of them, so I'm not too too concerned about breaking it. And I have two tips for it as well, mm-hmm. so I'll actually fish it. Pretty often, yeah. Uh,
3: you, you can feel yeah. confident. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I'm not too worried about it, so it makes it enjoyable. Uh, I'll catch panfish on it <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah. in Brackenridge Park, which I'm sure nice. wasn't the uh, intended, <laughs> 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 the dirtiest place yeah. you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the real, it was a. Uh, um, It's like an Atlantic salmon reel. It's (laughs) huge, and it has, like, anti-reverse. So as you're pulling drag, the handle's not spinning. So I don't really have an application for that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll fish it someday. Yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. That's funny. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, so how often, um, where's your favorite place to fish? Like, if you leave Texas, like, where do you go?
4: Uh, I th- I go back to Colorado a lot yeah. um, to fish. Just I'm pretty familiar with everything there. I'm comfortable. Um, grew up really mostly fishing the like Upper Colorado River. He was kind of almost towards the headwaters, and then farther down, he had a uh, fishing ranch that fished a lot growing up, and then fished the Arkansas a lot, and um, just kind of all the the rivers around there. Yeah, Wh-
2: uh, where on the Arkansas? Uh,
4: by Leadville, in between like Leadville and Buena Vista. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so that was uh, another short drive, and, but, yeah. Th- so that
2: was a short drive, where where were you out of then?
4: Uh, right by Golden, Colorado. Okay. And so, that was another spot I'd fish a lot, Was Clear Creek Canyon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so just quick drives. <laughs>
2: I wasn't fishing yet, but I uh, guided whitewater on the Arkansas, oh, out cool. of BV, nice. so being a Vista. Una. Buna <laughs> Not Buena like Buena. a Texan.
4: Yeah. Yeah. My uh, brother's getting married this fall, and it's, uh, I want keep wanting to say it, Del Norte, but it's Del Norte. <laughs> <Del laughs> <Nord? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my brother got married in Golden. Okay. Yeah.
3: He lived in Lyons for a few years, worked right. at one of the parks out there, right at the right. parks, so one of the um, little campgrounds.
4: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That whole area, the flooding there, when I think when, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. it's uh, pretty nuts. But um, I think it's probably all back now.
2: Yeah. Do you have a melanzana? I
4: do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, another kind of funny story. I tried to. I I told you I went through a trail running phase, and I tried to run a fifty mile race uh-huh, <laughs> in Leadville. Cool. And.
2: uh um, well, Leadville has a really famous hundred yeah, mile race, don't they? Yeah.
4: So I've a friend for a portion of the 100 mile race and i really enjoyed that that got me kind of interested in running them and so eventually i attempted to do (coughs) a 50 mile race and my wife and friend crewed for me during that and there's all the aid stations and so they had a lot of downtime between the aid stations while i was running uh and so they went and me a melanzana <laughs> while I was trying to run this race. And hey,
3: what is that?
4: Yeah, honestly, I was going
3: I didn't want to ask. Yeah. It's I'm a, not afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a
4: microgrid fleece hoodie that's like really, uh, you can only buy them in Leadville.
2: They're they're yeah. hand sewn and handmade in Leadville. You walk <coughs> in, you see all the sewing machines, and they make them, uh-huh. and they're really popular in there. Like when I was, when I started working in uh, Buena Vista, it was like all the other whitewater guides had one it was like a perfect weight micro grid like pullover fleece grant actually has one and uh, i have one in my closet yeah. i can show you guys what it looks like later uh, okay so, is it that that orange one that grant's got it's two tones so like the chest is a different color than the arms i don't remember what color grant's is because oh, i've seen him wearing
1: something before and i'm like man that thing looks badass yeah. and it kind of yeah. had a grid pattern to it <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah but everybody the reason i is because everybody knows <laughs> leadville is like if you it's been any time in leadville it Well, not everybody, everybody, right? (laughs) (laughs) But
4: now you have to make an appointment by them. What?
2: Yeah. Are they, like,
4: custom fit or something? No, they just make them all there in the shop in Leadville, so they have limited quantities. And I don't know. They probably don't do any shipping or anything. They don't do any shipping. Because I've gone on their
2: website to, like, try to buy another one before. And you can't yeah like Dang. i've ripped
4: mine and i've sewn it shut i was wearing it last weekend while i was backpacking but yeah i think it's, it's almost kind of a status symbol at this point oh really where, like if, yeah, you you yeah you know that or you don't yeah yeah for like i don't know backpacking rafting or whatever yeah <laughs>
2: yeah trail running maybe yeah i don't know <laughs> so okay so how did this 50 mile race go
4: oh it was <laughs> pretty fun at the beginning and uh <laughs> no it was it was really beautiful um you start uh, kind of south of town and um, you're running on all these uh, like forest service roads and single track and you go up this one really big pass probably like 30 or 20 miles in and then down to the um, kind of turnaround point so it's an out back and that's where I really started to struggle. <laughs> and so you have to go right back up the same hill and you're on the same hill for like hours <laughs> trying to run up it. So that was mentally kind of hard, but I ended up making it to um, 42 miles and getting cut off by a few minutes. <laughs> but, oh, cause like, so uh, yeah. if you're
3: not hitting certain points, yeah. so like, okay, you're yeah. done.
4: And you don't need to go super fast or anything. So you can walk a lot. Like you have to be at a 17 minute pace essentially throughout uh-huh. the race to not get cut off. And, I, yeah, was lagging behind at the very end. But I think even if I hadn't missed that cutoff, I wouldn't have finished. you have been I, like oh, Yeah, I, I was, like, going down this hill, and the wind was hitting me, and I kind of felt like I was, like, floating away every time <laughs> the
2: wind was hitting me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the quote-unquote runner tie at one point? Uh, have you ever experienced th- that? Because I've heard runners say they get a... I, like, Runner's
4: high. I feel like I'm in a good mood after running, but I don't know if I've ever really experienced the high. <laughs> have you ever
3: have you ever watched the documentary The Barkley Marathons? Yeah,
4: that one is insane. Oh man. <laughs> have you guys watched this? No, i mm-hmm. Oh, it's like uh it's a hundred <clears throat> miles, right? Yeah, I don't remember exactly. It's like uh there's all these checkpoints that you have to go to. I think it might be over 100 miles. Yeah, it's
3: it's like a crazy and it's this yeah. weird guy in Tennessee yeah. and he does this extreme ultra marathon and he doesn't run it, yeah. but he convinces people and like in order to to participate, you have to bring like it's like a donation item or something, you know. But it's like this extremely brutal race that only like under, like, 10 or 15 yeah. people have ever even completed it, and he's been doing it for, like, 20 or 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's but a, yeah. it's a good documentary. So
2: it's 100 miles.
3: I think.
4: Around It might be more. It's Why is lot. it so yeah.
2: much more brutal than any other 100-mile race? I don't
4: think it's really on any defined trails, for the most part. Yeah. And I don't think they know exactly where they're going. And the way that it works is, as far as I understand it, is there's books and they have to get certain pages out of them to like prove that they've reached each checkpoint.
3: Yeah. Like he would give you like call of the wild, yeah. but he has ripped out chunks of it. And at each checkpoint, you have to collect call of the wild. That way when you get back, cause it's like you do the loop like four times and it might be 200 yeah. miles. And like, you're doing like a 50 mile loop one way, 50 mile loop the other way. And then he, and so you're not running with anybody. Then he starts sending the people in opposite directions so that way, they're like, there's no way to communicate. You kind of get like disoriented, and apparently they have to run through like really thick brush yeah. and stuff. Like people get cut up and and stuff while they're doing it. I don't know. It's a good documentary
2: to watch, huh. but yeah, it's but good. only like ten people have finished it. Yeah, like yeah. David Goggins, one of them. I don't know. <laughs> He's like a big, you know, who David Goggins. Yeah, is?
4: I know David Goggins or who he is. Um, he, I think he run ran the same fifty mile the year before, but yeah, you'll see him at the Leadville races. Um, I had a friend that I worked with that would be in a similar part of the pack to him usually in in those races. Oh yeah. (laughs)
2: How, how long is a 50 mile, like how long are you running a race like that for? Yeah,
4: you have, um, I think it was 14 hours to complete it. It was either 12 or 14. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So luckily like no running at night, but when I was pacing the level one hundred, that was one of my favorite parts was running at night. It was really cool seeing really? everyone out there with headlamp. their headlamps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, running down the Hope Pass and um, super, super pretty. <laughs> but yeah, it was funny. My friend that was kind of on the same level as Goggin, but he was just like the complete opposite training wise. Like he trained a lot, but he just like taco bell and mcdonald's every day (laughs) and while we were working in denver there's uh which is kind of like the six flags in denver and they had this deal where if you got a season pass you could get a free meal every day so my friend would run to elich's every day to get the like the amusement park hamburger (laughs) <laughs> and run back to work. That was his, his training for his ultramarathon. <laughs> hey Maybe that's a good idea. It'll probably save some money too. Right? Yeah, yeah. He uh, he ran from L.A. to New York um, one summer in like sixty days. And what? Yeah, he's saying he ate McDonald's every day on his run.
2: <laughs> oh my God. I think when you're doing that many yeah. calories, though, does it even really matter? Because you're burning so much. Does it even? Yeah, I don't think so. Does it matter? Yeah. Like, because like, you it know, uh, you I watched like a Michael Phelps documentary, and he was eating like what, like fifteen thousand calories yeah. a day, and it was like. You're, he's expending so much fuel that, like, it doesn't even matter. You just need calories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think 15, that's exactly 15,000? calories a day. I dude, awful. how
1: is that guy I know, not right, dead? <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> yeah, but if you're swimming, like, eight hours a day, dude. I guess, Golly. but
3: 15,000 sounds like a I can't even hardly hit 2,000,
2: man. <laughs> it does, like I imagine at a
3: certain point, you're like, I'm just eating because I have to. Well,
2: yeah, and they do, like, but he would do, like, you see what they're, it's like ice cream. You know, and just like just the most calorie dense foods, because like I couldn't eat fifteen thousand calories in a day, no matter what kind of food it was. How many was. chipotle burritos? Is that? <laughs> Let's that's find that's out. That's like fifteen burritos. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Mm. Each burrito thinks like yeah. Let chicken me, burrito let me is look
3: like this A thousand, a thousand calories, Ugh. and I looked it up it's it's a hundred miles. Okay. The Berkeley, but and it was five laps of twenty, okay. and you had sixty hours to complete it.
1: So. A burrito from Chipotle is 740 to 1,210 calories, oh, depending man. on your options. You imagine so
4: the average 15 burritos in a day. No, <laughs> no, maybe, oh, maybe,
1: no, <laughs> maybe in high school. Yeah. <laughs> How many
3: Chipotle burritos do you think you could eat in a day?
1: In a day, at least like I bet four or five. Yeah, maybe that I'll sounds realistic. I four. <laughs> four. Okay,
2: yeah. I misquote. It's Ten to twelve thousand calories, but it's still a lot of calories. <laughs> okay, this well, that's is... four
1: or five Chipotle burrito. I can do that. Okay,
2: this is <laughs> this is what uh, in a day. Maybe not for he lunch. Ate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. For breakfast, he had three fried egg sandwiches with cheese, tomatoes, lettuce, fried onions, and mayonnaise. Followed by three chocolate chip pancakes. Jeez. Um, the three sandwiches. A, f- a five egg that. omelet. Three sugar-coated slices of French toast, a bowl of grits, and two cups of coffee to wash everything down. For lunch, you would have half kilogram of pasta, two large ham and cheese sandwiches, on white bread smothered with mayonnaise, and another set of energy drinks. For dinner, add a pound of pasta with uh, <laughs> pasta sauce, a large pizza, and a large pizza. This would make up around 10,000 calories a day. Oh my
1: God! <laughs> my Dude, if chest I ate hurts. a lead, if I had a
2: large pizza, like if I just sat down and ate a large pizza, I wouldn't be able to eat for like until the next day.
4: I'd feel so bad training after doing. All <laughs> I <that> know. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, imagine for lunch you have all that, and then it's like jump in the pool and yeah. just start swimming laps. I Feel like I would need yeah, to
1: bathe get... in dawn dish soap just to get it <laughs> off, of that, just to get, <laughs> get, get rid of the, get grease. the grease. In the oil, you?
2: <laughs> Jeez. did you do any other races? Yeah,
4: I did uh, a few other, like, half marathons. Um, yeah, probably my f- other favorite one um, that I did was the Devil, on Div- uh, the Devil on the Divide, and that was by Empire, Colorado, and you um, gain the divide kind of by Jones Pass and then just run along the ridge for the half marathon, and that one was awesome because you're on single track, and you can see so far both ways. That's cool. Yeah, I, I definitely want to do that one again. I think... I'm, I'm kind of eyeing some races for this year are you are long. you
2: training right now are you running
4: I'm running but not training yeah. <laughs> yeah so what's the so I guess when you're
3: running how far are you going like five to ten miles or yeah
4: probably like on average like between three and yeah. six miles yeah, yeah but right now I'm not really doing <laughs> running super serious are you still trail running or are you just um here uh I, I'll trail run every now and then but yeah. um Pretty limited options, at least close to me. Like I'll what?
3: Do, what? Where do you live?
4: I live right next to the Pearl. Oh, yeah, yeah. so next to you, yeah, yeah. Is, it, it's a bit farther. Yeah. yeah, so for the most part, I'll run the river walk, or mm. um, if I do want to do trail running, I'll go up to McAllister. Park. McAllister Park, I, I was, was going to say. Every time I go there, <coughs> I either get bit by a dog or a dog <laughs> lunges at me. What? It seems. No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was up there um, a few months ago, and I was running by, and... Some dog jumps up, bites me on the hip. I keep going, <laughs> and I, like, look down, and my shorts are all ripped up, and I'm, like, bleeding. What? <laughs> so, what? Oh. Dude. Yeah. I'm, like, Dude. these are my expensive Lululemon running shorts. <laughs> That's so, what you're worried <laughs> about. Yeah, I go back. <laughs> I go back, and I'm, like, <laughs> find the lady. Was, can you Venmo me for new shorts? You ripped my shorts. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I felt good that she Venmoed me for my shorts, and then I nice. call. Uh, my wife, cat. <laughs> I was like, this lady's dog just bit me. And she's like, did you get us, like, vaccine information and, like, all this different stuff? Yeah. I was like,
2: no, but I got <laughs> money for my I sh- can money. replace my shorts <laughs> yeah. yeah, Honestly, I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the important part. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so what does a training schedule look like if you're, like, building up for, like, I don't know, a 50-mile race?
4: Um, the way I did it, I, I didn't really train super well for it, but I was just doing a lot of trail running um, and kind of starting at a base of like probably like 10 week or 10 miles a week and then um adding like 20 percent to that every week and building up and then i think the it was okay on the running part but the hard part is you're gaining and losing so much elevation on that race specifically
2: is that what the deal was
4: yeah it's like seven thousand feet of gain like and you lose all of it too so i kind of wish i'd hiked more and the one of the hardest parts was running downhill that much as well yeah it kind of blew Dude. out my <laughs> hamstrings yeah. but man that's crazy yeah i, I don't think not w- could have trained a lot better but maybe next time <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: i used to trail run a lot and i'm starting to pick it back up this uh, year nice. or so i'm i go climbing down at um, armadillo right oh, there. oh man like, we should go climbing together you i was there today in? yeah oh no <laughs> way i go like once or twice a week nice. yeah for yeah. sure um but i i do a lot of running uh now that i'm starting back up at op schnabel mm. and then uh friedrich wilderness it's far for you but yeah that's, i think that's one of the best parks yeah
4: i've run there before yeah it's, it's great i really like it there i like yeah. the it's, the rock here is so different it's all mm-hmm. that limestone it's uh fun to run on
3: yeah but yeah it's fun but yeah we should go climbing for sure for sure
2: sounds like fun
1: Landon, you want to go climbing with me? Yeah, I'll go climbing. Yeah. He's right. been climbing with me once, yeah. And I he, never, he didn't want to go back. I used to go to Armadillo. I don't have a membership. I used to have a membership down there.
3: I
2: gave you a big bucket
3: of chalk.
1: Or I know. Something.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> you hey, should go climbing with him. How us. often do you see Sam
3: at Armadillo? Um, <clears throat> well, I uh, I haven't... Because cl-
2: apparently he's climbing a lot.
3: He was. I was seeing him... Every <clears throat> time I went, I would see him. And oh, I was going really? two times a week. Uh, and then after the Ironfly, I didn't climb until... Two weeks ago. So I took about two months off. Mm. But um, so I didn't, I haven't seen him this year. Your fingers feeling good? Yeah, they're feeling good. Yeah. You know, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Forearms feel better. That's (laughs) nice. I listened to a crazy podcast. I'm almost done with it, but I still have a little bit left. Alex Honnold. Oh, yeah. Dude, there's Uh, a
1: new uh, like series coming out. Yeah. I'm going to watch that.
2: uh, Jocko. Uh, he's like a Navy SEAL guy that has a podcast, and he, Alex, was on his podcast. So oh, nice! It. Uh, I'll send you the episode. It's really good. Um, but man, dude is wild.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. If you liked the Free Solo movie and all the Alex uh, Honnold oh, stuff, yeah. have you seen the Alpinist? Yes. yes. Oh, man, that one was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Alex Honnold's like interviewed on that, and he's like, "This dude is insane." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. But uh, the Alpinist. Um. What's his name? Uh, he died, right? Yeah. Yeah. Avalanche. Yeah.
2: Well, listen to that podcast. Uh, they were, Alex Honnell was saying he wants to be like as comfortable with a route as if he is walking on a sidewalk. Before he, like that's how he our comfort level be like, okay, we're going to walk down the sidewalk. That's how comfortable he wants to be on yeah. a route. Well, he has like a kid and stuff now too. So yeah. It's, you know? Yeah crazy my favorite climbing documentary is that one with uh i always forget his name but he's the guy who had to push the dude off the cliff when they were like overseas oh, tommy caldwell tommy caldwell yeah. the one where they climbed yeah. the uh him and that the him, dawn wall right the yeah, dawn like wall yes
3: like, what like at some record time no they oh, it was it like had the first ascent it was the first oh ascent. that's right okay that certain route
2: Of well, that route because they nobody had ever climbed the face everyone had gone around the mm. sides
3: and it was Tommy Caldwell, and they and, spent like uh, three
2: weeks on the wall trying to, trying to complete it. Oh yeah, it was a guy who was a boulderer. Yeah, traditional boulder. I can't remember his name either. But I love that documentary.
3: Yes. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys ever see 180 Degrees South? It's, yeah. It's a different like different vibe. It's not just a climbing documentary. It's they like take a van and they go from North America all the way down to Patagonia and then climb Patagonia. Yeah, and they meet
4: mm-hmm. up with Yvonne Chenard. Yeah.
3: yeah, and the guy from uh, who owned the North Face mm-hmm. before he passed away and stuff like that, too. Oh, that's cool. If you haven't seen it, it's good. Like They get on like um, uh, a sailboat, and they take that for a chunk of time. Yeah,
2: that's... That's a good, good adventure documentary.
3: It is very much what, so. That's 180 south, you 180 said? degrees south. Okay, yeah. I want
1: to mm. write that down. That's a, an old a, man yeah, now. that's a good one. <laughs> and the
3: soundtrack is Modest Mouse, and it's it's great. I don't know why, but my favorite
2: documentaries are climbing documentaries. They're f- they're exciting. I, I like know. it more than fly fishing movies. Yeah. Like fly oh, fishing. Yeah, documentaries. They're more exciting than fly fishing I'm
1: gonna be yeah. honest. The the fly fishing movie thing, it's all the same stuff at this point. Yeah. Like it kinda hmm, I hate to say it, but it kinda got
4: boring. I'm also
2: not into skiing films or like skiing stuff either.
4: I like ski movies. I think it'd be cool if fly films or fly fishing films kinda went the way creatively as ski movies. Uh-huh. I th- I think Ski movies are in general more yeah creative in how they're like shot and Mm. the music and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I could see like that part of like creating the film, but like I don't know. I I'd rather watch somebody climb Mm -hmm. like Alex like that, rather than somebody like jump off of a helicopter on skis and then
4: Yeah. There's kind of more of a narrative to it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Building up to (laughs) somebody. Yeah. So um,
2: anyway, what else you
3: guys got? Anything new? uh, Watched Fargo, if you guys haven't seen that. The movie or the TV show? The new show. show. So the show is in, uh, like, each season is completely new characters and cast, so you can kind of hop in wherever, but the new season had, like, John Hamm in it and um, Juno Temple from Ted Lasso. It was fantastic.
2: I watched Iron Claw. What'd you think? I went by myself. Uh Uh-huh, and? Dude, so good. So I'm right. going to cry right now. Right? I'm, I know a, I'm literally going to cry right now just thinking about it. I know,
3: it. right? That last line, man, they tells us kids. You're just like, oh, shit, I'm going to die. <laughs> Dude, I feel like such a loser when you guys start talking about movies.
1: You want to know what I've been watching? <laughs> Sabrina what? the Teenage Witch. Respect. It's on Amazon now. I'm like on episode like 10 of season one or something.
3: Let's <laughs> 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 Joan Hart, man. She was
2: probably, like, my first crush. I like think TV she was crush. everybody's first crush yeah. in yes. the 90s. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McKenna was gone, and I was like, one night I was like, I'm bored. Maybe I go to the movies. And I looked at movie times so like, oh, Iron Claw at 10 p.m. I'm going to go watch <laughs> oh, it go by myself. It. Yeah. Movie was packed, too. At 10 p.m.? I, no, I was a single-seater, uh-huh. and I couldn't have gone with anybody else because there were only singles left. Whoa in the theater and so that kind of surprised me because the movie had been out for a while at that yeah, point yeah like a month at this point what yeah. time did you went at 10 what day Uh, it was a uh, Friday night okay, okay. alright that, that makes amazing. a little more sense it was last Friday yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. still though okay but you enjoyed it oh dude so good right <sighs>
3: yeah very so good, good.
2: Also, I did a bunch of looking into the whole story and everything like that afterwards. It's even sadder than the movie. It's even sadder than the movie. There was actually a brother that they didn't even put in the movie because they were afraid that it was going to be so sad if yep. they added another, another brother, brother, <laughs> brother who died. Another brother who died. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it'd be unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. It'd be unrealistic. But it actually happened.
2: It's more true.
3: <laughs> yeah. No. It's But it's good. Do you have yep. any siblings? Yeah, I have a
4: brother.
2: Okay, yeah.
3: See, yeah. right, if you have brothers, it oh, like yeah. it hits home so much yeah. harder. <laughs> see, I have three
2: younger brothers too, so I kind of felt like are <laughs> right? like, you having a younger brother Yeah, you're like, like, oh. as the as the older brother. I know that uh uh isn't the oldest, isn't the oldest because he had an older brother that died when he was a young child. Yeah. But in terms of the movie, he was the oldest yeah. brother. Yeah. So it was very very relatable. Um, and I had watched an interview that uh, is it Kevin? Kevin was the oldest brother, Kevin Von Erich, or Carrie? Carrie, I think, was the uh, amputee. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, you're right. So was it Kevin? Am I? Re- I don't know. I think that's right. I'm, gonna, I don't say <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna say Kevin. I'm gonna say Kevin. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But uh, they were, because uh, Kevin's still alive, and uh, they asked him, you know, about making the movie and what his deal. Was and uh, he said, I don't really care what y'all do. Uh, I just want you to show how much I loved my brothers. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that comes across. And that comes across like, yeah. Like in the movie for sure. So I was so good. I can't stop thinking about it, honestly. Mm -hmm. We
3: watched Killers of the Flower Moon again, too. Oh, yeah. Or Kindle saw it for the first time. Yeah.
2: McKenna saw Oppenheimer for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She had to digest it a little bit because it's a pretty fast paced movie with a a lot of it information is. being thrown at you. Yeah. So. It's like three hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, pace. it's, it's three hours of quick. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's a, yeah. the
4: shots are quick, you know. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah.
3: Oh,
2: really? Um, yeah, it's good. They they try to put a lot of information that happens probably over 40 years into a three-hour movie. Fair. And they're trying to get you as much of that info. It's done very well. Like, I love the movie, so don't use Use that as a reason not to go see it, but um, it's just the amount of information that they're trying to give you. It just has to move quick, otherwise, it's going to be a six-hour movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
3: Still enjoyable though.
2: Oh yeah. What was what your number four on your list? Yeah, I think I'm number four. What was where was Iron Claw again? Five.
3: Five. Yep. Then three was Past Lives because I'm a sucker for romance. <laughs> Two was the Holdovers, and one was Poor Things. <laughs> And then Killers was six.
2: Yeah. How's yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Are you enjoying it? It's pretty
1: good. It's actually, the funny thing is, it's like, I, I just put the first episode on because I saw it was streaming on Amazon. <laughs> or ridiculous. whatever. Dude, I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. It's like, it's like, there's so much nostalgia there. Like, it's hard to, it's... If I'm bored, or if I had like a bad day or something, I put that on and it all goes away. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so do you guys watch streamer any, streamy anything or?
4: Yeah, we're watching uh, Scrubs right now. Oh,
3: yeah, I nice. love Scrubs.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kat's in medical school right now. Oh. So. <laughs> oh, re- <laughs> so like, kind of like that's <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah.
3: You know what? Uh, so my wife didn't do medical school, but she did um, uh, speech language pathology, and so she was uh, interning. Mm-hmm. Like when we were watching yeah, exactly. it. So, yeah. Yeah, I love uh, it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's a rewatch. probably every other year. We'll do the whole series. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
2: Never watched it.
3: You've never seen Scrubs? No. Nope. It's good. I, I find people either love it or hate it because it's got a very unique type of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I think it's hilarious.
2: I'm watching uh, Ozarks right now.
3: Mm. Like the um, Jason Bateman
2: one? Uh, the one where they're drug, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Drug, yeah Yeah. Yeah, Jason Bateman. <laughs> yeah. Jason Bateman. yeah.
3: And you, yeah. you didn't watch it when it was, like, at its peak?
2: Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, watching it now. It's good. Yeah. It's... Uh, Breaking Bad, but not quite as good? It's
3: dark yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah.
2: I don't yeah. know. Breaking Bad's pretty dark, though. That's
3: true. It's just physically, or, like... Literally, the shots are lighter. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, more yeah, sun yeah. And breaking, breaking Bad. Down. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. No, that that description <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's it's. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm in season one right now, but it's it's good. Oh yeah. yeah. So, okay. yeah, so, it's good. And I've been making some other projects. That's all I've been up to. Made a wallet. If you want to check it out.
3: Yeah, I do want to see it.
2: Oh, that's nice. Little
3: car- card holder wallet. I like that a lot. I like the texture on that leather. Very cool. You want to see it?
2: I saw it before you got here. <laughs> yeah, oh. I shut it off already. Yeah. Dang. I'm just proud of my project right now.
1: You uh, should be. It looks good.
2: <clears throat> but I, uh, I will
1: say the keychain you gave me. I have too many keys on my truck keyring, so it's my mailbox key keychain.
2: Hey, I'm good with it, man. Yeah,
1: no, I'm, I'm just saying. I and gave I could, one to all my coworkers
2: at work too, and it's all their company vehicle. Yeah, nice. nice. Because we all have, you know, company vehicles. So they're like, oh, I'm going to use this for my company vehicle. I'm like, sweet. I I don't care how you use it. I'm (laughs) just happy you're using it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Yeah.
3: You know, if you're giving a gift to somebody and they've returned it and then told you about it,
1: Oh, Jesus. (laughs) What kind of friends do you have? Somebody (laughs) comes to me. I'd like
2: to return this keychain, please. (laughs) Okay, I'll just have it back. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. I I can't get store credit? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Can I upgrade this? Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so, did you have somebody, or who who said that? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, did somebody? Re- uh-huh.
3: Okay, what happened? Uh, somebody close. I won't say their name in case it gets back to them. <laughs> Do, they- <laughs> Do they listen to this podcast? No, but they know somebody who does. Okay, okay. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah, can I spent like forty five minutes picking them out like a nice necklace, and we we're oh. like, oh, this is gonna be great. You know, it was a, it was a family member. You know. And uh, <laughs> we gave it to him. And then like a week later, we saw her and she was like, so that necklace just wasn't really my style. <laughs> so I took it back and I got this lipstick holder. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> I was like, you don't have to tell me. Like, I wasn't going to be like, is she wearing the necklace today? <laughs> yeah. No, <I> <laughs> so Yeah, that one. That was, that was like 10 years ago. It still sticks out.
2: You still think about it. I do. It every, hurts you in the that middle would, of a podcast you know, with a guest. Honestly,
3: <laughs> they get the same exact gift every year now because of it. A so, gift card? No, a necklace. <laughs> oh. Lipstick holder. A lipstick holder. <laughs> yeah, lip, lipstick for the holder.
1: <laughs> that, would, uh, that would bother me, too, I think. It's like, just don't tell me about it. Right? Like, like, I don't
2: care. Just don't. I don't
3: need to know. Yeah.
1: And that you didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> or at least, I don't know. That's. It was, that, would, that, that was, was a strange me. encounter. I didn't know what to do. I would be scared to buy them a gift. Like, exactly. Forever That's after That's why that. they get the same thing every yeah. year.
3: I'm like, okay. You know. Get, yeah. But I don't, I, like, what do you say when somebody's like, hey, I returned that thing you gave me? Like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. Sorry I'm so poor at picking <laughs> gifts. Sorry I gave you something for free. <laughs> You're welcome for the gift card with more steps. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so my thing is did I you give them a that. gift <laughs> did you give them a gift
3: receipt <laughs> i must have i don't know maybe not maybe they just took the loss you know <laughs> like we're gonna take off 20 percent because it was on sale oh yeah you know yeah i don't know
2: because i'm like if you give them a gift receipt you're it's kind of an open invitation for them to return it yeah if it's no gift receipt it's a little bit more like. I don't think I gave him a
3: gift receipt. Uh, I usually mm. don't, unless it's like a video game, or like a book, because mm. it's like you can, you might have that already. Well,
2: I actually returned a gift that you gave me once. I, yeah, I know. And
3: You told me about it, <laughs> <laughs> but again, you already had the games. So but he make, bought me a video
2: game that I already had, it did so make sense. he did give me a gift receipt too. Exactly. So because I was like, like, games
3: and books. Come with a gift receipt, and you
2: know what game I bought with that? Zelda. Zelda. Yeah, which that was a win for everybody. because that, that was a better first... game.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: so it all worked out.
3: Right? No, I don't care about that. Do you though?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I still remember it all these you years re- later. You or in like five years on another podcast, yeah. you're going to bring this story up. <laughs> you you should have returned
1: bought... the copy that you already had and kept the one that he paid for. That's but what you should have done. You can't
2: return games if you already removed the plastic. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. take That's the plastic cellophane off. You can't return
3: it. Oh, I didn't know that. I've never tried to return a game like guess. <laughs> oh, the other day I was in line at GameStop. <laughs> this is a couple months ago now. And uh, a guy was trying to return a game with the wrapper on, but he didn't have a receipt, right? And the guy working was like, I've already spoke to you earlier today. I can't take brand new sealed games. They look like they're stolen. And he, like, yells it, right? And so the guy, he's like, well, fine. <laughs> he runs to the corner. <laughs> rips off the plastic and the guy behind the counter is yelling you know for a fact I can't take it now <laughs> <laughs> like that camera right there just saw you rip it I'm not gonna take it from you and the guy was like fuck this shit I'm going home <laughs> which GameStop is this and what time I need to start hanging out at that one. oh man it was one from my house oh man right there in that little shopping center it's it like a I think you should leave skit right there <laughs> and (laughs) Honestly, and I was like, I was tired. I was going home from like a day work, and I was like, "There's kids here, dude." (laughs) I was like that guy because there were like little kids around. I'm like, "Why are we just?" Like, read the room, dude. It's all like right, I gotta though. ask, what did this guy look like? I need oh, to know. I can't remember what he looked like.
1: No. Oh, man. I have really got not I've got a mental image, and no, I love it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't.
3: I can't remember, but it was just like, dude, like, he sees you rip it off the package. <laughs> Does it doesn't make it's it okay. He runs to mine? the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he did, dude. <laughs> he's, like, he's like right over there, he's just like ripping it off. Monk. And the guy sees him doing it. We all see him doing it. <laughs>
1: Dude, what are you doing, man? Just go home. <laughs> like a little squirrel shelling a nut. <laughs>
2: was he claiming that he had bought it there at GameStop? Yeah. Because they could probably find the receipt if he had like an account or something. I think he was saying it
3: was like a gift or something like that. You know? mm. And the guy was like, I can't. Oh, remember. that was me returning your game that you gave me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's
1: (sighs) funny. That's intense. Why? I don't ever get to see anything like that ever. Do you
3: go anywhere? (laughs) No. Yeah, I get that.
2: Yeah. Oh well. All right, guys. Let's call it. Y'all good? Y'all got anything else?
4: No. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, 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 thank you. (laughs) Man, I know.
2: We like feel like we. Opened a book. We like thought we were going to talk about Ironfly, and then, like, oh, your granddad's an inventor and then you're a yeah. drone runner. And, like, <laughs> yeah, and th- then
3: it's like, hey, my whole life I've been like, it's like gearing me towards fly fishing. It's like, why isn't your name Marty McFly? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's kind of
1: funny because his granddad was an inventor. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, all right, guys.
1: Good night, everybody.
2: Oh, one thing I'll mention before you Damn stop. It. Speaking, speaking of the Ironfly today, we still have a couple Ironfly hats left available on our website. So if you want an Ironfly hat, it goes to a good cause. Uh, mm-hmm. No recovery. And Hop it's actually up on.
1: one of my favorite hats now. It's really comfortable. It is, right? I have like, two of them. Like, yeah. That's great. Yeah,
2: And the color is sweet. Mm-hmm. Honeyholeangling.com. There's a couple left. Go grab them. Nice. That's all I got. Good plug. Yeah. Thanks. At the end, I should have probably said that at the beginning. (laughs) People already tuned out.
0: Look in the description below to find links to our website, online store, YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord server, and blog.
1: Please send your podcast questions and inquiries to info at honeyholeangling.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you again next week.